Specifically, we're going to be looking, focusing uh, our time uh, in, I'm sorry, chapter 2. I'm all mixed up. Luke chapter 2, specifically, we're going to be focusing in verse 19. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. There have been many moments in my life when I have paused in a moment to treasure that moment or to ponder what is happening around me in that moment. I very clearly remember the day I graduated high school. I remember standing on that stage with uh, the 120 other kids I was graduating with and we're standing there and, and they're going through the program and I remember sitting there and thinking, wow, I am graduating high school. How did I reach this point in my life? I remember sitting there, I remember, I remember specifically thinking, I want to remember this. This is one of those moments that you look forward to, that you, that you long for. Now I'm here and I'm in this moment and I want to enjoy this moment. Look where you are. Look what's going on. Pause. Take it in. I remember my wedding day, a very surreal feeling of being in my own wedding. That's something you... you Visit, go to weddings your, your whole life. As a young man, you probably don't enjoy them until they get to the food part. But you, you still, you go to them and you look forward to, one day I'm going to get married, if that's the Lord's will for my life. And I remember standing on this stage. It was a little oranger back then, but I was here. And I remember thinking, wow, this is my wedding. This is happening right now. Pause. Enjoy this moment. Don't let it rush by. Recognize what is happening. Remember that same thing as we were driving to the hospital to have our first children, the twins. I remember on the way over there thinking, man, I'm driving to the hospital right now to have my kids. This is weird. Remember this moment. This is a moment you look forward to, and now I am in this moment. Pause. Let me recognize the significance of what is going on. It's moments like this in our lives when, the reality, when we realize that the good old days, that's the moments that we are currently in. That's what's happening right now. These are, are, are moments that you realize when you are in them that you will look back with fondness and with longing to those times. As we come to Luke 2, verse 19, we come to such a moment in Mary's life. There's a lot going on in this evening. There's a lot that's been going on the last nine months. There, it's just been busy, it's been crazy, and, and, and Mary's been moving and going, and, and now she pauses. Look at the moment in which this happens. Starts in verse 8 as the angels come to the shepherds who are out in the field. They proclaim the good news, glory to God in the highest on earth, peace, goodwill towards men. A Savior has been born. This is good news. This is great news. And these, these shepherds exciting, go, go excited, go running to find this baby and this mother. And they burst in. These shepherds that Mary's probably never met in her life. 
And they come bursting into this barn that she's in with her newborn child. And they're rejoicing. And, and you will never guess what we have just seen. What the angels have said to us. And they've told everyone on the street on the way there. There's, there's probably a crowd gathering. In fact, verse 18 says, All those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. This is a marvelous moment. Everyone is enraptured with what is going on. Listen to what the shepherds are telling us, what has just happened. And it's in the very midst of this. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. She's pausing. She's pondering. Imagine not just this very moment in which this happens, but think about everything that has transpired over the last nine months of Mary's, li of Mary's life, leading up to this point. How much in her life has changed? She didn't grow up thinking, I'm going to be the mother of God. She didn't grow up thinking, I am going to be the one who raises Emmanuel God with us. She grew up as a lowly, normal Jewish woman living in a little backwood despised town of Nazareth. Look at where she finds herself now. Imagine the worry of that moment after the, the angel leaves and the excitement of, of everything that's going on kind of wears off and she realizes, man, this is great news. But what does this mean for how are other people going to view me? I've got to talk to my fiancé. I've got to explain this to him. What about my parents and my aunts and my uncles? What about my friends? Word travels fast in a small town. The worry of having to explain that. And now in this moment as she sits staring into the face of her child, the Son of God, imagine the comfort. All those cares are gone. All those worries are past. The comfort as Mary sits and she holds this child with her husband Joseph by her side. Imagine the chaos and the fear. As so close to the birth of her child, she is forced to pack up and to travel back to her ancestral home for a census. I've often wondered at this point, did, did, was Mary, were Mary and Joseph familiar enough with the Old Testament to recognize that they would end up going to Bethlehem? Did they know this child must be born in Bethlehem? Or... As they're being forced out of town, are they worrying? What are we doing? There's a baby coming. God has made this promise. Why is he moving us to Bethlehem? That move could have been extremely worrisome, or it could have been a move that filled them with joy. The scriptures say that this child must be born in Bethlehem, and look how God is getting us there. Regardless, it must have been nerve-wracking, that pregnant to make that kind of a trip. 
And picture the growing anxiety not only as they are away from home as it comes time to give birth, but as they get there, there's no room for them in the inn. There's no room in Bethlehem. They are relegated to a barn. Imagine how that must have made Joseph feel. Can you imagine as a man moving with your wife all the way to this town? She's nine months pregnant. It's come time to give birth. And you get there and you don't even have a place for her to stay. Must have eaten at him. But imagine the peace on this night as all is well and both mother and child are safe and happy. All those worries and those fears are past. It's into this moment that these shepherds come barging in and they bring good news. And how comforting it must have been to realize that God had not forgotten them. God was still right there. He knew exactly where Mary and Joseph were. It was no accident they had to move to Bethlehem. It was no accident that they were relegated to a barn. He knew exactly where they were. And he sent shepherds to tell them, I know where you are. I know what's going on. I am still with you. I can just imagine, I can picture in my head Mary in the midst of all the things that are going on around her. The laughing, the rejoicing, the singing, the dancing. As Mary sits there and she holds her child and she just takes it in. She treasures it up and she ponders. Look what God is doing. Look what God has done. Look at the significance of this moment in which I am in. I do not want to forget this. I don't want to lose this feeling. As she sits in wonder at her great God who has led her here. This evening I want to give us an opportunity to sit and wonder at our great God. I want to give us an opportunity to ponder at all that he has done for us in Christ. I'd invite you to come up and to share. We'll probably just use this mic down here rather than walk around with a mic. And I would encourage you to use the mic. Uh, this just makes it easier to hear for those who, who have trouble. And we'll just come to the front and use this mic. If you have a favorite Christmas passage that you would like to read or a testimony that you would like to share, uh, we'll take some time to do that. Uh, and then we'll close our service in a little bit.